Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Tuesday morning. And it is September 21st. So you've got to listen to a little earth, wind, and fire when it's September 21st, guys. you got to get down, break it down, groove it out, guys. <laughs> yes, I am a sick man for sure. I will not lie. But uh, can't help it. That's just the way I am. I was dropped in my head many times as a child. And honestly, don't know if they were accidents. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I uh, uh, hope everybody's doing well and uh, overlook my silliness this morning. And uh, it is uh, hard to believe today is the last day of summer. I just, it's heartbreaking. Of course, uh, on Fox News, Ainsley Earhart, the most annoying of all co-hosts. Uh, yeah, I don't know why something about her annoys me to no end. But anyway, uh, she was jumping for joy that tomorrow was fall. I don't know why so many women get so giddy over fall. I so I was the decorations, the pumpkin spice, the uh, uh, the thoughts of getting to wear your scarves. I don't know, but I don't get it. <laughs> so I um. I do like fall, but I like spring, summer, but I hate cold. I hate it. I mean, I despise and loathe it. But if you're living in the South, fall don't mean a whole lot. <laughs> the leaves change. It really don't start getting cold to like December, January. So uh, everybody's breaking, trying to break out the Ugg boots, and you're out there sweating. So, But anyway, let's see all we got watching this morning. We got Miss Amy Oaks-Turner, Angel Dixon, Tracy Little, Rusty Paws, Darling Barker, and uh, let's see Brandy Boyd Young, uh, and that looks like it. So uh, as far as names I can see, but um, I see that there's more than that watching. But uh, but anyway, well, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I, uh, you know, as I say every morning, and it's true, we live in a, one of the greatest or the greatest country in the land. I know that the progressive liberals hate that, that uh, to say that we are the great, we are the greatest country. I think everybody's killing ourselves to get in here, but uh, they said that that's elitist and we shouldn't say such things. And uh, I just, you know, you should be proud of America. And uh, sad that so many wish to destroy it and and hurl us into uh, uh, socialism. Good morning, Miss Mousy. Michelle Fox Harris just said good morning. She the myth. The legend that is Miss Mousy. So I appreciate her tuning in this morning. But, uh, you know, it is uh, as great as our country is. Uh, I feel like our justice system. Uh, good morning, David Feathers. Our justice system is flawed. Uh, you know, just uh, this, uh, this Gabby Petito thing I've told you before is really, it's really bothered me. I guess being a father and having a daughter, it just, uh, it's really bothered me. And the fact his scumbag parents is helping him escape. Uh, you and I both know he's on the run and they probably helped him get he's probably in mexico wherever they've they've helped him uh, get out of the country that's why they said that reported him missing days after he supposedly was gone and drove his car back so it is uh they're to me they're they're the cesspool of society and part of the reason why he is the way he is and uh i just uh i don't know it's really bothered me i I'm, i have to really fight 
thoughts in my head that if that were my kid what I would do and I ain't gonna lie to you it's pretty dark and nasty and evil but uh, it's uh, it's really bothered me but anyway uh, it just it amazes me how liberals have such a double standard you know there's uh, Democrat or Democrat uh, these uh, house leaders and Congress no mask at all, uh, and one lunatic uh, sitting there just laughing about it. This shows their elitist attitude. The rest of the peons, uh, the little people, they are forced to uh, wear their mask and get their shots. And uh, tell you what, they're going to keep on where those little people they think ain't a uh, big deal. They're going to find out they're a lot bigger deal than they realize because people about had a belly full of their stuff. So <laughs> put it that way. Well, let's look at a verse of discussion this morning, uh, now that I'm done with my political commentary, and uh, I'm sure I've made somebody mad this morning. Hey, I'll tell you what, I'll even help you make somebody mad this morning. Remember, if you ever feel stupid, uh, there are actually people out there who not only voted for Biden, but think he's doing a good job. So realize, you're never as stupid as you really think. So there you go. If I didn't take what I said before I hadn't made you mad, that might be something that'll help make you mad. So I don't know. I'm not out to make anybody mad, but it's just sometimes fun, fun to poke a bear, you know? <laughs> well, let's look at Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Now I'm going to start with verse 3 and get down to verse 8 so it can bring us all into context. So Acts chapter 1. Starting with the third verse, he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while saying, while and while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, "You heard from me. For John baptized you with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now." Verse six. So when they said, "I can't talk this morning." Or read this morning. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. Verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness in, Jer in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, you know, we look at this verse here. It is uh, common knowledge that I am not a mechanic by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, in fact, uh, I, uh, I had two Volkswagen Bugs over the years, and uh, well, technically three. My first car was supposed to be in a 65 Volkswagen Bug, but <clears throat> my sister needed uh, braces in her big mouth, so uh, didn't get it. They had to sell it. So, <laughs> But uh, my first car was actually a 79 Mustang. But anyway... <clears throat> You all know that I uh, had that yellow one I restored, and I had, uh, then I bought that red uh, 73 bug, and I love Volkswagens. I mean, I love them. I love riding them. I like to look up. I either love them or hate them. You know, it's a, there's, rarely do you find anybody in between. And, of course, I know VW vans are a big thing right now. But, uh, uh, you know, I, in fact, I'm such a bad mechanic that uh, uh, I was trying to adjust the – before I put um, – uh, disc brakes on the front uh, I was trying to adjust the drum brakes and uh, according to the I literally have a book for it says for dummies for, for Volkswagens and I you know you, you twi tw twist a little wheel to uh, make the uh, brakes go against the hubs apparently I somehow twist them every way but the way they were supposed to go if I had to get out of the church help me uh, fix it up and uh, 
uh, he said, uh, don't you ever touch a wrench again. He said, uh, you stick to preaching, I'll stick to wrenching. He said, don't ever, never touch that car again. But I, I remember one time, uh, my, uh, Brandy could tell you this, I, the, on a Volkswagen, the, uh, the brake, clutch, and gas assembly is in one piece. And it's controlled, there's a, a, a cable that runs through a tunnel in the middle of the Volkswagen that's got a loop on it, and it hooks onto like a hook it goes inside the tunnel and that's what your gas pedal brake and all that works on i remember there's i couldn't loosen it the, the cable like you're supposed to it was rusted i couldn't so i had to take a screwdriver there's a lot of tension on that obviously because that's dealing with your clutch housing and try to push that cable loop over that hook i would get almost right there it slip off i'd almost i almost had almost right there on that hook slip off had done that about uh, a half a dozen or more times, and finally, I got so angry that I took a screwdriver and started stabbing the floor pan of that of that Volkswagen and screaming. Uh, and uh, I remember my kids right there; they were just watching me while I was working. And Brady said, uh, "Kids, let's go inside. Daddy's having a having an episode here, having a fit." <laughs> I finally got it on there, but you know, you really needed a special tool, a special way. Volkswagen's really weird; they're very hard to you. you my fat hands it's hard uh, the way the germans have engineered that it's hard to get your hands there you got to have a lot of special tools in fact i praise god for verbals over on uh, south Rhone. Uh, I had all these folks like a parts of borrow tools that i needed to work on because you have to have a special way to get in there well you know i'm saying all this and you may be thinking uh, uh well what in the world does that have to do with anything <laughs> that you're talking about this morning well you know we're talking about a special tool to work on a car well God gives us a special tool known as the Holy Spirit to help us in our day-to-day -day living as Christians. Uh, it's not on our own that we're able to resist the devil. It's not on our own that we have faith in Christ. Remember, that's one of why I read this beforehand. Uh, I mean, the verses prior to verse 8 was that Jesus was, after when he ascended, the Holy Spirit descended to help us. Now, he alluded to this back in uh, John chapter uh, 7 and verses uh, 37 through 39. He's on the last day of the feast, a great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were received to receive but a but for for as yet the spirit had not been given because jesus was not yet glorified all right sorry for my inability to read this morning but it is uh uh we're seeing that that uh that jesus is talking about the holy spirit uh that's going to help them now a lot of them were still thinking about Jesus we're talking about an earthly kingdom and, and Jesus that's not what he's talking about he's always talking about this heavenly kingdom and a lot of people have some weird views when it comes to the Holy Spirit uh, the uh, Pentecostals in particular they think that you're supposed to have some big dramatic uh, sign or vision of the Holy Spirit and or they may even refer to it as the baptism of the Holy Spirit I even had a woman one time tell me uh, that we got one of our Pyrenees dogs from and she said yes I'm praying that uh, my husband gets the Holy Spirit I said well is he saved she said yes he prayed the prayer of salvation but he needs the spirit and I was like well you get the Holy Spirit when you accept Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior and it's just like she didn't want to argue with me and I just let it go because I could tell her her bread wasn't baked all the way so I just let it go but anyway it is uh, uh, you know 
when it comes to witnessing and being bold, that's the Holy Spirit within you to be bold enough to be able to talk to someone about Jesus Christ, to be bold enough to invite them to church, to be bold enough to ask them if they are saved. Because we, you know, about you, I have a compulsion. I've told you before, I hate getting up before I am. I hate it. I despise it. I loathe it with every fiber of my being. I hate it when that alarm goes off. And, uh, and if I can get seven hours of sleep a night i'm tickled to death but usually it's about five hours what i get and i'm dragging most of the time and uh, it's hard and i and technically i don't have to get up at 4 a.m but in order for me to do my personal bible study and prayer and to get ready for to do these devotions i have to get up that early but why do i do it i don't do it because oh I, you know i'm trying to get a viral video or or trying to to glorify self no i do it because i want to spread the gospel i want to help others to learn and to and to hear the word and to start their day off in the right direction it is a compulsion to spread the gospel of jesus christ and i hope that you have a compulsion as well to want to tell others about jesus and his love and what he has done for you again but that's the holy spirit working in you the fact that we try to keep pushing forward in our battles as christians you know it is we we fight daily with the things of lust and uh, things of uh, uh, depression or anger or whatever it is that we're fighting each and every day it's the holy spirit who gives us that encouragement who gives us that strength it is the third person of the trinity and that's why i've said before if you're going to a church or you know particularly with cults like mormons and jehovah's witness they have a problem with the trinity Man, you know that uh, man. That's not where I need to be. You need to get not. I mean, you need to run uh, if they're if they got a problem with the Trinity. But it's the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. It's the Holy Spirit that encourages us. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us. That's why it's called the and the Greek the Parakletos, the Helper. The Holy Spirit is what helps us to each and every day. And we and if you're not growing spiritually, and if you're not trying to fight and overcome sin, then you need to really take a, a evaluation where you're at spiritually. And if you really truly understand what salvation is and that you have prayed that sinner's prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart because uh, you know there's a real concern of apathy and complacency among the Christian community and nobody wants to stand up and stand true and stand strong anymore and uh, it's just like they're I don't know if they're worried about offending if there's just a lot of introverts out there uh, you know not everybody is is uh, outgoing got a big mouth like I do and uh, but I've told you before I'm a very weird uh, uh, enigmatic individual because there are aspects of my personality where I am very outgoing and I don't care to talk to anybody which comes in handy as a pastor but there's another side of me that's very much an introvert who I really like being by myself I just you know I don't uh, uh, in fact it's like uh, trying to coax me out of the hole in my little uh, man uh, I hate saying man cave because I always think about that place in uh winter park where the homosexuals had to call it the man cave i don't like saying man cave but my man dwelling <laughs> that i have fixed up I, I like my my little space in my little area and it's hard to get me and once i get out i'm good but uh, you know it's hard to get me motivated to get out and about and do what i'm supposed to do one motivator though is my motorcycle it helps me to get out because i look forward to getting out and riding but so not everybody some people are introverts and they are shy and uh, when you're shy, you're selfish. And you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm not selfish. I'm, I'm, I'm a good, you know, hey, if you are shy, you are selfish. And the people will say, well, that, you know, they may argue that with me. Because, the reason why I say that you're selfish is because you are worried about what people think about you. You are worried about you. you and that's why, you know, you got to, and I know that for some people, it is very hard 
to overcome shyness. It is difficult. It is painful almost uh, to overcome shyness. In fact, there's been a lot of people I've met throughout the years that uh, I've tried to be nice to, and I thought they were just smart alecks. You know, I thought, man, what's their problem? Couldn't find out they were had such anxiety, so shy. That's why they seemed very short and, and they act like they had a problem, you know, and uh, misread the situation. But you go out to praying and give that to God. Why? Because Apostle Paul tells us we have to be bold as lions. You know, we would be wise as serpents, harmless as does. We are. We need to have that boldness to get out there. We should have that compulsion of the indwelling spirit of, of God to be within us to go out and tell the world about Christ's love and what he has done for them and his atoning work on the cross. But it's so hard, as I've told you before, this day and age, it is very, very difficult, I think harder than any other time, to witness to tell us about Jesus Christ because they are so closed off. And because so many want to hide behind their phones and, and laptops or iPads or whatever. And everybody's a pseudo-intellectual. You know, if that's why you, debating someone, talking to someone online is, uh, is a waste of time. Because they got Google at their fingertips and they try to come off as uber uh, intelligent. And But if you saw them one-on-one, -on -one, case in point, I know an individual who would say boo to you face to face. I mean, I'm telling you, the dude is, I mean, super shy. I haven't seen him in a few years. He don't go to the church. I don't know if he's ever been to our church, so I don't think I'm talking about somebody there. But, uh, in fact, he's not even on my Facebook anymore. But it's been years ago when Facebook was in its inception. But, you know, uh, but he was, you thought he was Mr. Tough Guy on social media. and uh, But if you saw him in person, he'd run and hide in a corner. You know, that's that's what you're dealing with. Like I said, like I posted on there the other day, don't take Facebook so seriously. Most of your lives are coming from people sitting on the toilet, you know, which, which is true. But remember that Christ gives us that special tool, that, that Holy Spirit, just like I'm talking about me working on uh, the Volkswagens and, uh, and having to have to go borrow those uh, certain tools to get the job done. Jesus Christ, when he ascended after his 40 days, when he ascended, Ascended, the Holy Spirit descended. It's not to say that the Holy Spirit did not work uh, through certain individuals throughout the history of the Bible. Uh, it, he did, but it wasn't until after Christ's ascension that he became that the Holy Spirit came to indwell all of us who come to know Jesus Christ our personal and Savior. That's when it actually took hold, and everybody has the Holy Spirit. So, unlike the Pentecostals, you don't have to have some big dramatic experience to receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, I was, I was, that, when, what they're referring to is at Pentecost, that is a particular place, time in history. So that's why it's very important to understand uh, the history of the Bible, its cultures. Uh, you know, understand that proper hermeneutics uh, to under, you know how it applies to the original audience, how it to be applied today. That's why it's not just open to interpretation. That's like we're opening up a history book and saying, well, I don't believe that uh, George Washington crossed the Delaware. That's just uh, That might be how you take it, but I, the way I look at it was he drove in a 57 Chevy and got to the other side. <laughs> you know, that's the same kind of ri ridiculousness uh, in regards to the Bible. It is static. It is truth. It is unchanging. And it's not up to your interpretation. And that's how a lot of falsehoods have been promoted. A lot of uh, false doctrine have been pushed out there. That's why there's a lot of legalistic ideas out there. you got jig-leg pastors who had never uh, been to a seminary and just thought they could get up there and preach. And throughout time, there have been certain instances where God has used individuals who have not been to school. But that is rare. And, uh, you know, even I've had a great-grandfather who never, he could, never went to school, but he was a mighty pastor. But, you know, the way I look at it in today's time, it's proper to know, uh, go to school and know God's Word to be a proper pastor. To me, it's the same thing as going to a surgeon who decided to wake up one morning and say, you know what, 
I think I can do that. Well, you wouldn't want him touching you. So you never been to medical school? No, but I've watched enough uh, ER on TV. I've watched George Clooney. I can do it. You'd be like, get the heck away from me, you know? So how much more important is it to when someone is dealing with the eternal matters of your life uh, to be able to know what they're talking about referring? Now, Scripture can, God can reveal maybe certain uh, different things to you that maybe that I have seen. That's not, that's not changing the interpretation, but maybe God's revealing something through that to help you in your spiritual life. But we have that Holy Spirit. So, and, uh, you know, when you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, we have that indwelling. So you never have to wonder about that. And just like I was talking about Sunday evening, about sometimes it's easy to question if you're a Christian. It's easy to question, am I really saved? When we have doubts, Particularly when you, we are sin-filled. We know that we fall short of the glory of God, every single one of us. So it's easy to ask yourself that. It's easy to question that. But we know because we continue the fight, we continue to battle, we continue to move forward in our Christian walk, that even the fact that we even ask proves that we are saved. Because if you were not saved, you would not care, and you'd be right out in the world doing everything you were doing before and would never look back. So yes, it is natural to question because that's what the old devil wants to do. He wants to drive division between us and God. But it's that Holy Spirit that encourages us, that strengthens us, that helps us to keep up the fight and keep moving forward. We are never alone, my friends, and praise God for it, that he is with us always in life and in death, and he will be with us for all of eternity. So praise God for that. Let us have a word of prayer. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I just pray that you will uh, help us in our daily journey as Christians in this battle that we have to endure. And no matter the mistakes we made yesterday, let us realize we have a brand new day today. Let us use this day to serve you. Don't let guilt and depression rule over us to understand that we are forgiven and that you will strengthen us and encourage us. Let us learn from our pitfalls and mistakes and do better the next time temptation comes around. Lord, if anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, uh, I do want to pray a special prayer for Evelyn Smith and Wendy Lee that you bring dramatic healing and, uh, upon these ladies. Uh, Lord, uh, that uh, restore their health, that your will be done. And let us trust in that, no matter the outcome. And Lord, I do pray for Ginger Hood and Kim Penix. And uh, Lord, I pray for all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching or listening this morning, that you'll camp around a battle. Let all have a good, blessed, and wonderful day. We thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning and tuning in. Hope everybody has a fantabulous day today. Take your umbrella. It's supposed to be a rainy day. And be careful. Watch for all the idiots out there. I'm one of them, so be careful. <laughs> and, uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be on this earth. But then we, for those who are saved, we get to live forever as immortals in heaven. So look forward to that. Have a good day.